0: Good morning. You are listening to Action Line on KINY. I am your host, Jordan Lewis, and joining me, I have have a gentleman from JPD, and now I feel bad because I'm spacing on your name. Would you like to introduce yourself?
1: That's okay. Uh, I'm Lieutenant Jeremy Wesky. I'm the patrol lieutenant for JPD, and as we were sitting here about 10 seconds before, I realized I hadn't told you that, and I was wondering how this was going to go, so well done.
0: Well, you know, this This comes from practice. I'm always like, well, if I've made a mistake, I'll just flow straight through it and move on to the next topic. There you go. So I understand that you have a couple of things you want to talk to me about, but first I want to open with maybe talking about uh, sort of like the training aspect of things, because I understand that that was one of the things you wanted to hit. Yeah. Um,
1: one thing we always hit when we're on the radio or uh, anywhere where we have uh, some access to the public is talking about re- recruitment at JPD. Um, We have ongoing testing dates that are happening. Our next ones that are coming up are May 24th and 25th, so just a week out. Um, But you can also uh, sign up, apply, test for JPD at any time. We uh, recently instituted hiring bonuses. So we have a $25,000 hiring bonus for new employees, and we have a $30,000 hiring bonus for lateral employees. Uh, Last I checked, that was the biggest in the state. Uh, We're hoping that it draws some interest. We, as always, need officers. There's, uh, there can be a high turnover rate, and um, the city Needs uh, to have a fully staffed police department, so we're hopeful that the community will come out for these testing dates. If it's not next week, uh, coming out in the future and uh, starting a career with JPD.
0: Okay, and in that recruitment, it's not even just you know JPD exclusive. The, the need to hire people that seems pretty universal across most police departments right now.
1: Yeah, that's a. I think it's a, a nationwide problem, but it's hitting police departments especially hard, and it's 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 hit JPD hard as
0: well. Okay. And then what can you tell me about what goes into like the testing to become part of JPD? Like what does that process look like? Sure.
1: So the first, uh, first phase of it, I guess I'd call it, you're going to take a physical test, kind of what you'd expect. Some push ups, some sit-ups, a run, a sprint, and a jump. The standard is not um, undoable at all. You don't have to be in great shape to do it. Uh, we will get you in good shape when you go to the academy. I can assure you they, uh, they make sure that you know how to run when you're there. Uh, you then have a, an oral board phase. So you uh, sit with a few people from the department and you answer questions. And there's a written test phase um, where you, we have a, a proctored exam that's uh, kind of a basic entry level exam into um, police work. The That phase can kind of go as fast as you can get those tests done. And from there, you uh, go through a background and a polygraph and, and some other Um, some other parts. The training phase doesn't start really until after that. Uh, That's when, uh, once you're hired, we pay for you to go to the Public Safety Academy in Sitka. You spend, I think, somewhere around 15 weeks there. Uh, Once you've completed the academy, you come back to JPD. We put you through a field training program that can last somewhere around four months. Um, And then uh, if you've passed all those phases, you are out on your own and a fully functioning police officer.
0: Okay. And then one of the, the questions I always kind of like to ask when I have JPD on, and it's it's something I think is a very important thing, is the is the fact that JPD is it's truly community police because you have every officer in JPD actively lives within the same community that you police within. Because, I mean, you look at some places, you know, down south, and you have officers who police in communities that they don't actually live in, so then they don't have as much of a, a connection to the folks there. And so... I wanted to kind of maybe get your opinion on how uh, important you think that might play with the interactions that JPD has with members of the public here in Juneau. I think
1: it's super important. Uh, I know that departments down south think it's important enough that they incentivize their officers to live in the community that they work in. And uh, they do that because they realize how important it is that uh, the officer who's in uniform one day and you see them, you might see them the next day at your children's baseball game or at Fred Meyer getting groceries. Uh, being ingrained in the community allows us, um, it's just uh, allows us to have this real special bond where uh, people, I think, are more trusting when they see you in your off time, in your daily lives. Um, it allows you to know people that you're talking to. Uh, if you don't know them, you probably know someone that knows them right the six degrees of separation is probably two degrees here in Juneau so I love it Uh, I grew up here I felt the same way about the cops uh, when I was growing up that I you know I knew them from church I knew them from youth activities Uh, and now I'm seeing that from the other side where I'm the cop and people know me from the community but also from working for JPD I think that that's a great service to the to the community and to the department.
0: Okay. Uh, I hope that question wasn't too much of a a throw-off to the rhythm here. I just always think it's a good thing to bring up. No, it's all right. Keep me on my toes. Well, that's always the game plan anyway. Now, I also understand there were a couple other things you want to talk about, and one of those things is obviously Memorial Day is getting ready to come up.
1: Yeah, we have Memorial Day coming up the 26th, well, the weekend of the 26th, 27th, 28th. I believe it's actually Monday the 29th It's Memorial Day. Uh, As we do or have done for, I don't know, the past decade or more, we are um, gonna stage our mobile incident command, that big RV thing that you may have seen around town, that will be staged out a little bit past Eagle Beach. We will have um, extra officers working on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and their their, uh, main purpose is kind of extra patrol out the road, making sure people are staying safe. Um, And then of course you have graduations coming up on Sunday and we always like to remind uh, the kids as they graduate um, to be safe. We've had a knock on wood and thankfully we have not had any major incidents over um, the past decade probably of Memorial days but for a while there we were having a problem um, where we were having some accidents and things like that happening that were life altering for families and people in this town and we really want to avoid that all of the time, but this weekend in particular. Uh, So please, however you're celebrating your graduation or the end of your school year, please be safe. Uh, Take the proper steps to make sure you have rides in place so that you're not doing something that you may later regret.
0: Okay. And I think that is always an important thing to, to remind folks because I've obviously everyone wants to, you know, celebrate Memorial Day, go out and do activities with their family, and then even you throw graduation on top of that, it's even more so. And so it's always good to have that reminder of like, Hey, you should go out and you should celebrate those things, but do it re- responsibly.
1: Yes, exactly. We would l- we 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 are celebrating you. We want you to celebrate um, I know we have uh, employees who have kids that are graduating. Like we, this is a great time of year. Um, it's summer, it's sunny outside. We're graduating. We're at the end of the school year if you're not graduating. And uh, we just want all of that graduation, or you know, all that celebration to happen
0: safely. Um, that's about all I got for you on that. Okay. And now I also know coming up this weekend is actually the Torch Run that is going to be with JPD. Do you have anything to add about that? I don't. That's through um, APOA,
1: and uh, I do know that it's happening, and it's a great event, and I would recommend anybody that wants to participate or donate to do so, but I don't have a lot of details about that.
0: Okay. Well, I thought I would ask because it was in my my vault of things going on this weekend, so I want to make sure that I brought it up. And now, I understand there is still more that you want to talk to me about, but we do have about two minutes left in this segment. So whatever you bring up in this half, we may have to bring into the second half. Okay.
1: Well, I've got one that kind of goes towards what we've been talking about, which is summertime is upon us. Um, One of the things we usually try and bring up as we get toward this time of year is pedestrian and bike safety. Uh, We are gonna obviously see an increase of pedestrians and bikes on the road. Uh, For those who are biking, we like to remind people that uh, you should be riding with the flow of traffic as if you're a car, um, and you need to be following the rules of the road as if you were a car. The one thing that I uh, also like to remind people of is if it's between you and a car, you're on a bike, you're going to lose. So even though you may have the right of way Always make sure that the vehicles around you see you, that they're yielding for you. Don't just take for granted that because you're following the rules of the road that somebody else in a vehicle is gonna see you and uh, and pay attention to that. So you as the bicyclist really need to take it upon yourself to make sure you're uh, keeping yourself safe. That uh, also includes wearing a helmet, just in case you do end up in an accident, that can be uh, some life-saving
0: equipment that, Um, can really make a difference. Gotcha. And I will, I would say I'd add on to the the bicyclist thing as always, also just remember, don't, maybe don't bike in the middle of the road if you're on like a, a, not a motorcycle, but a bike bike, just kind of stay to the side there because that also can uh, make sure that the flow of track it, traffic is consistent. I only say that because I've noticed that a couple of times the last few days. So as I have the opportunity to bring that up, I will do that. All right. <laughs> righty. We are going to be moving into our first break. When we come back, and we will have more information for you from GP, blah, my words, from JPD. You are listening to Action Line on KINY. Welcome back to Action Line. I am still your host, Jordan Lewis. And joining me still from JPD, I have Lieutenant Jeremy Weskey. Now, you do actually have a bit more information for me about the Torch Run, which we'll get to in just a moment, because you said you had one more thing you want to say about Memorial Day.
1: Yes, even though I wrote myself a list, I still forgot one of the things I wanted to talk about for Memorial Day, and that is uh, this weekend, Juno Crime Line uh, is offering double rewards for DUI tips that turn into arrests. So throughout the year, Crime Line is an organization that works with us that will give rewards for people that call in DUIs. Um, But for this weekend and other holidays, they will double those rewards. So for this weekend, those rewards are doubled. All right. Now to the torch run. Yeah, the power of phones. I was able to find uh, some information about it. So the Torch Run will happen. It looks like uh, registration starts at 9.30 and the race starts right at 10 a.m. at Twin Lakes. You can do a few things to uh, help out with the Torch Run. One, you can register and raise $35 and get a cool t-shirt. I haven't seen it, but I'm, I, I will vouch that it's going to be cool. I have no doubt. Uh, you can form or join a team and compete. Uh, during the the race, you can walk, bike, or run the route. You, If you don't want to run, you can stop by and give athletes high fives uh, or encouragement. Um, and uh, you can also make donations and pledge for specific athletes. Uh, but looks like we might have some good weather, be a good time to get out to Twin Lakes, cheer these folks on uh, and
0: support in any way that you can. Gotcha, gotcha. Now, as someone who has seen the shirt, it does look cool. Probably isn't in my size, I'll be honest, but it is a cool looking shirt. So if you do go out there and you do want to be part of that fundraiser, definitely give that a look. Now, I know another topic on your list of things that we wanted to hit is about gun safety. And I think that's always a very important lesson these days.
1: Yeah. So JPD has been putting out some information on gun safety. And I think I I, I wanted to take this time to reiterate some of that. Um, there are a few you know basic principles for having firearms in your home. One is you want to keep them uh, locked and put away in places that kids uh, can't get to. The, something that people sometimes don't think about is uh keeping your ammunition locked away in a different spot that you have than you have your firearms i think that's a good tip for people so that even if someone was able to gain access to one of the firearms there would be no ammunition uh available with it You can always uh, put gun locks on your devices. So even if you have them in a secure area, you can kind of make them doubly secure with a gun lock. Or if you don't have a safe, that's another good alternative. If you need gun locks, JPD does have a few uh, that we can uh, give out. And if we don't have any, we can try and help you find a place that does. Um, The other important thing, and this I know from personal experience, is just educating the people in your home, including your children and especially your children. I grew up with a father who uh, loved guns, loved hunting. He loved taking me out. And the first thing that I learned was gun safety. And as a kid growing up, I knew Uh, what I could do, what I couldn't do. And I had a level of respect for the firearms in the home where I didn't want to go look at them and touch them. uh, And my father's education in that was vitally important. So if you have kids, if you have firearms, make sure you're having open, honest, uh, informative conversations with them about uh, all the safety that goes into and all the responsibility that goes into owning and handling a firearm.
0: Okay. And like you said, then that extends to, you know, everyone within the home. And then maybe even I would throw in there because oftentimes I'll see, you know, talking about like gun safety courses, you know, in town, maybe even recommending those because that can even even further be like, hey, here's how you properly use the firearm. Here's how you properly take care of it. And then here's how you make sure it's stored away safely.
1: Yeah. Couldn't agree more. Anybody and everybody can benefit from uh, education on gun safety.
0: Okay. And then one of the things I've sort of thought about is. No, nope, no, I think I'm losing it now. Okay, I am. Yeah, no, nope, I think I've lost it. Okay, well, I guess one of my questions, because you said you were you were in th- with the patrols, correct? That's correct. Maybe could you elaborate a bit about that with me? Now that I think about it,
1: yeah. Uh, as far as my position goes, yes. Yeah, so I, uh, I'm the patrol lieutenant. We have three lieutenants at JPD. Uh, my position supervises the patrol unit. Um, I have four sergeants and uh, four patrol teams that have a varying number of officers on them. Uh, we handle the day-to-day calls, kind of when you close your eyes and picture what a police officer is, you're picturing a patrol officer, and that's my unit. We um, we do traffic enforcement, we do parking enforcement, we do normal calls for service, and then uh, what we really like to do is be able to get out, get in the community, do some community policing, uh, interact with kids. We love when summertime comes up and we can get out in the neighborhoods, have kids out playing, stop by, say hello to them, shoot some hoops, throw a football, that kind of stuff. That's the, those are the kind of moments that you get into police work for. Uh, and so I'm excited as we come upon this season to be able to do some of that.
0: I was going to say, I mean, if the weather stays consistent, I'm sure you'll be able to do that plenty because it has been quite nice weather these last couple of days.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, if the weather wanted to stay like this for the next three months, I'm not going to complain. I'll take it all day.
0: Because, yeah, I don't think anyone would complain if the weather yeah. stayed like this for the next few months. Okay. And so I guess one of my questions that would come with maybe that patrolling, is so are you the one that determines where people then go and patrol at, or is that something that's delineated somewhere else in the chain of command?
1: Yeah, the, uh, the, our sergeants are the ones who, um, in the mornings or the nights officers come in to brief, they um, they sit down, they choose which area they're gonna work, um, some officers work in in a certain area more often because of that connection to a neighborhood um, where they wanna be able to to uh, be around um, maybe a community or neighborhood that they know well, uh, and that's part of our geographical policing um, mindset. And But uh, the sergeant is the one that kind of makes sure people get put in places
0: and then they go out and work their day in those areas. Okay, because that was one of those things that made me curious, because as a lieutenant, in, in my mind, at least, that puts you sort of uh, the chief of that little hierarchy of that little area. And so that, to me, would make me think that it would have been you that determined where they would go. So to hear that the sergeants actually pick where they go is quite interesting to me.
1: Yeah, and in fact, it's actually the officers that pick where they go. They pick by seniority generally. Uh, so they, they have freedom to choose where they want to work. Um, but yeah, I,
0: I don't have a hand in that. Okay. There, that is some more insight. You'd think I would have ne- learned that because my grandmother, uh, when I was younger, she worked for the Anchorage Police Department. And so that was a lot of my insight oh, yeah. into the system. And so, but I guess I never learned that one. That one's not on my memory bank. Okay. Now we've got a little about two minutes here. So I wanted to make sure I open the floor. If there's anything in particular that you want to talk up to me about that we haven't already hit, or maybe things that you've thought about just while we've been talking yeah I
1: you know going back to our first topic, I think it was our first topic was recruitment i I kind of gave you the rundown of the specifics of how you apply, but one thing we didn 't talk about was why you should apply um, and i I've said this a few times I, I There are very few careers you can get into where you have the ability to do as much as a police officer does from my own personal experience, I started as a patrol officer. I got to be an officer in charge, which is kind of like a mini sergeant. Um, And then I was in the drug unit. I got to work uh, undercover, promoted to sergeant. Um, Now I'm a lieutenant, but I also was part of the accident reconstruction team. I was a um, explosive ordnance disposal technician. So I was part of the bomb squad. I did, uh, worked with radars, the things that we use to measure speed. Like I got to do all these different things and all of those started from me just applying to JPD. And, um, you don't, you don't find very many jobs like that where you can have so many different, um, aspects to your career that by the end of it, you know, it's, it's amazing how fast it goes. And it's amazing the kind of the scope you had uh, over the course of it. So for people who love, uh, a little bit of variety every single day. This is a great job for people who love problem solving. This is a great job for people who have empathy and love communicating and connecting with people. This is a fantastic job. It doesn't, you don't have to be one single type of person to be a police officer. There are police officers from, from all walks, all ages, and uh they all do a great job. So if you ever, I just would encourage people to really explore the idea of becoming a police officer. It's a fantastic career. Um, I'm happy I've done it. I'm proud that I've done it. And I promise
0: that if other people try it out, they will feel the same way. Gotcha. See, you can never go wrong with just doing a sales pitch. That's not even really a sales pitch. It's just you kind of telling your own story and how you got into the position that you are. And I feel like when it comes to like a recruitment tool, I think that would be, I would almost argue one of the most effective ways you could do it. Just saying, here's what it's done for me. Here's the journey that I've gone on and here's why I think that it could be good for other people.
1: Yeah, I completely agree. Most of us that work for JPD are there because it maybe wasn't a sales pitch on the radio, but we knew someone that worked at JPD and they told us about their life and their career and it inspired us to to do the same job. And so I hope that the more people hear our stories, the more they think about it. And you know what? if we're being honest, it doesn't hurt that you're going to get twenty five thousand dollars when you get hired like that's a that's a great bonus for uh some an otherwise virtuous decision there's There's no problem sweetening that pot, so please come apply. Um, if you don't know if you want to apply, please come sign up for a ride along, find out what it's like, find out what we do. Um,
0: we'd love to have you. righty. well, lieutenant. Wesky, I'd like to thank you for coming on. It's been fun chatting with you and just kind of getting more of that inside sort of look at what goes on with it in JPD that I like to do more. And I realized I forgot to do that last month. And so being able to do it this month, I think, was very good. Thanks for having me. Happy to talk about it. All righty. You have been listening to Action Line on KINY.